You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. We're here. Oh, man. Covino and Rich. And you hit us up at Covino and Rich on social media, at Steve Covino, <laughs> at Rich Davis, at Spot Center. Joel, Danny G, Isaac, in for Dan Patrick. Let's go. 877-99 on Fox. Joel, ju- Joel just told me I look like an NFL field goal kicker. <laughs> Thank Wide you. Left. Oh, I knew I liked you, Joel. Wide left. I know what he means, but you look more like an like a like an Eli Manning to me. How dare you? You <laughs> look mean, like you look like tattoo from Fantasy Island. How dare you? <laughs> oh, here we go. How dare <laughs> you? How dare you? All right, um, Danny G. What's up, the buddy? Play! No, it's fair. I agreed with Joel. I said that uh, Rich, you could sneak into the lobby of a NFL team's hotel, just be like, "Yo, I'm the punter. I'm the punter. How's it going, it? guys? Hey, I'm the punter." Danny G. I'm trying to think of who Danny G. looks like for people listening. Well, he's got that LA swag to him, man. He does. Danny G.'s got, and he's got these magical pipes. When you hear him talk, you're like, "Whoa." Danny G, you ever sing to a girl? Oh, like uh, Salvador on... Uh, <laughs> yes, on, on uh, Love is Blind. Love is Oh, my God. This dude... So, so Mal, Mal, as he calls her, with his twinkle in his eye, he's so oh. cheesy. But whenever he sings to her, that's when she likes him. Oh. The rest of the show, she hates his guts. But whenever he sings to her, she's like, oh, my God, I just fell in love with him all over again. Danny J, I got to tell you. I'm so hooked on that show. I have the NFL blues so bad. Kavino could could back me up. I'm the guy that every Sunday I'm up with my coffee, making my bets, you know, organizing everything. Football Sundays, Thursdays, Monday night. When football season's over, I feel like a lost little puppy. And I got two little kids, so you would think I'm occupied. But I'm watching Love is Blind. I'm watching. I'm going to watch the Kanye documentary. I'm watching a bunch of crap. But, hey, we got sports to talk about, this offseason stuff. I have a theory about LeBron and Bronny that I don't quite understand what people don't get. Right, right. But let's wrap up this Tom Brady stuff. To answer your previous question, again, if you missed anything, catch the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. If you're listening on FoxSportsRadio.com, what's up? Kate Dow, the iHeartRadio app, or our stomping grounds, SXM, Channel 83. It's Covino and Rich. Tom Brady, were we robbed of the real Tom Brady for all those years? No. I mean, look, he was fitting into the guidelines of another team. He was doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah. I'm it's just saying nice that- to see this other side. It actually made a likable guy more likable, in my well, opinion. It made him more real, too. Well, Tampa Tom and New England Tom, two different people. When him and Gronk reunited in Tampa and they're talking about tutties with their feet in a little pool and they got sunglasses on. And- tutties! And they're being like, yeah, Tunnies, Tommy. Yeah, love you, bro. Love you. Love you, babe. They were as likable as you get coming from a team that everyone hated. And now, post-retirement, not sure if you uh, saw this, post-retirement, Tom Brady is going to produce and star in a movie with Jane Fonda and Sally Field. So now, Tom Brady, the actor? What do you think of this? I think... He's less involved. I could be wrong. I know he's producing it, but they're saying he's like starring in it. And then I read in the article yeah. that he not necessarily isn't starring in it, but he's going to be in it. 
You know, mm. so I don't know how much of a prominent role he's going to have in the movie, but it's kind of cool that there's life after football. This is his like first major deal. Does this make you believe that he's not going to be a 49er though, Rich? I heard Cowherd actually talking about how the year off possibility is a thing. Like, what if he takes a year off and no, then comes he's, back? He's too old. For no, that. no, but but a year with the way he conditions you himself. Don't let the rust build, man. That's called ring rust. As a fight fan, you don't do that. Well, you got to keep those those legs moving. Do you, think in, do you think I'll have trouble playing himself? I mean, I like he'll, yeah. he'll be all awkward. He'll like, maybe like he'll have like, like a weird Herman, voice or something. Like Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Right. Paging Mr. Herman. <laughs> Mr. Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk. Well, it's You know inspired. what's interesting about this, uh, this new Tom Brady project, yeah. though? You know who wrote the script? Some guy by the name of Michael Cavino. You know this cat? He's making a he's, lot more headlines than I am. He's right a way now. cooler yeah, Camino. Yeah. Well, just to wrap it up, it's a it's inspired by a true story. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, who are in Netflix, Grace and Frankie. Remember that story about the the, the women that would go and to Rita the Super Moreno Bowl, Rita and, Moreno, and yeah. someone else, You're, Sally Field. Sally Field. You can't just uh, yeah, leave them out. It's Legends. A, it's a story about uh, the, these women that are friends that go to the Super Bowl, but Tom Brady's behind it. He'll star in it. But hey, Tom Brady, the movie producer and the movie actor. And I think it's titled Brady. It's 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. So, there hey, it is. you know what? If you're going to watch uh, if you're gonna watch anything sports related, you know you're going to end up watching this. You loved his documentary. You're watching Love is Blind, so you can't say you're picky. No, no, no. I, I probably <laughs> would watch this. So, Tom Brady, the lovable. New Tom Brady. All right. Now, LeBron and Bronny. I, I, I can't get enough of this, and I'll tell you why. Because... People don't quite understand that it doesn't matter how good or bad Bronny is. The whole story is that LeBron said, I am going to end my career playing with my son no matter what. That's his goal, right? That's Tom. Uh, that's it's LeBron James' goal. I'm going to end my career playing with my son, Bronny. Beautiful now, sentiment, but if your yeah. son is, is stinking like Abe Lincoln. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Bad optics, though. I was asking Danny G before the show off the air. I said, I, I, this has never happened. So I don't even know if there's any type of nepotism, collusion, uh, tampering. I'm just making up words now. Um, I, I don't know if any of that's self aggrandizement, like yeah. Mike Tyson said the other day. Mike Tyson just uses big words, and I love it. Maybe LeBron James is having clandestine conversations, <laughs> and his self aggrandizement is, you know, is allowing him to just do what he wants. What, what say, was that? What say was that? lascivious. Lascivious. It's a, a very lascivious. I don't even know what that means. How do I, how do I use it in a sentence? <laughs> Wait, to anybody new to Covino and Rich, you've got to explain that impersonation because it's evolved over time. It's the very subdued and very self aware and, and clearly going through therapy. Mike Tyson. Yeah. The more mature. The more mature. Yeah. It's self-aggrandizement. Mike Tyson goes on podcasts and even his own, and he's just this like well thought out. Oh my God. Very introspective. It's it's uh, amazing. Likeable. Like I love it. When you it, think of the source and how far he's come, right? Even when he talks about him, like, hey Mike, the guy that used to uh, you know, be a savage in the ring that would knock guys out in the first round. The I'm, guy not, that, that, I'm not that guy anymore. That's I, not, that's not who I, I am. would cry before the fight. I would cry before every fight. I would cry. And I'm just not that guy no more. But he is, he's fascinating. Now. He's so more, fascinating. more than ever. All right. Back to the LeBron thing. Just, just for. You want me to read you a quote? Just for the stats of it. Yeah. LeBron James says, 
my last year will be played with my son. By the way, there's no reading between the lines here. This is very... Cut and dry. Cut and dry. He didn't delete something off social media? This is what LeBron James yeah. is saying. He's not asking. There's nothing to speculate. This is what he's saying. My last year will be played with my son. Wherever Bronny's at, that's where I'll be. I would do whatever it takes to play with my son for one year. It's not about the money at that point. LeBron James on his last year in the NBA. And then if you want to get technical. Via the athletic. LeBron would be 39. This would be in the 2024 draft. And people love to say, well, we don't even know if he's going to be a first rounder. We don't know if Bronny's ready. It doesn't matter if Bronny's ready. It doesn't matter at all. If you told any team in the NBA, hey, draft this kid. It does matter. And I'll tell you why. We, no, talked, about the hate. we talked about the hate that Brady gets. I mean, LeBron gets that times 10. So this is just another reason for the public to hate on the guy. Like, his son stinks. Yeah. How is that possible? It's not a bad look. Right now, Danny G, I think you told us he's ranked like 46th in the nation. Bronny That's James. right. Yeah, he you goes know, to a prep school right down the street from us in Chatsworth, California. So, you know, look, LeBron James went from like 6'1 to 6'4 in a matter of a year and everything changed, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Bronny's going to have another spurt and he's going to continue to grow as a player and as a person. But if he doesn't step his game up... That's just more of a target on LeBron James. It does matter, is my point. It doesn't matter one bit. All right, well, 877-99 on Fox. I'll give you two reasons why. Number one, people love the spectacle. And there's there will be a team that if they know LeBron James comes with this package deal... Just for ticket sales, for the spectacle, for the the, uh, the the last run of LeBron James. And he's playing with his son. People love this stuff. Tim Tebow was an awful baseball player. People went to go see, see Tim Tebow play. Lynn Sanity, that grew old after a while, but people were into it. Mayweather, Logan Paul, you and I rented it. People love spectacles. People love uh, the Field of Dreams baseball game, right? That's the most watched game of the year. People love a spectacle. If you build it, they will come. So if you're trying to tell me... Old-ass LeBron James in a couple years, no matter how productive he is, if he's still productive, which he conditions himself like no other. I mean, you could say old all day. His his stats, he's on a doo-doo team, but his stats are the same. He's, still, look, he's still looking great. So right. LeBron James, in a couple years, him and his son, they'll be a team. It could be... Rich. Yeah. Okay, look. Yeah, let's hear it. Listen. <laughs> As a Detroiter, yeah. you're telling me we're going to draft Bronny and LeBron's going to come with him? No, he's going to start trying to direct where Bronny gets drafted. Oh, that, that is true. And we're not going to like I'll, that. I'll back you, I'll we're, back we're you there. Like, we as Americans, we're not going to like that, or the team's not going to like it. Now, if you just let it happen organically and you come, I feel you. Yo, but y'all, you once made, we get him, you, you, you once made, Detroit can get him, no. You made, the, you made the best point, because if LeBron does direct the narrative as to where he wants Bronny to go, and sort of, if LeBron feels like he's bigger than the draft, right? If he's like, all right, well, here's what's going to happen. Uh, the, the Cavs, you're going to take Bronny, and I'll come back. Yeah, but then you don't people think are he has, say, he, well, he's also made, made that sort of path for himself, because wherever LeBron James is, the one thing I agree with Rich on is, you're going to sell a lot of tickets. So he does have that power. Oh, yeah. Has anyone asked Bronny how he feels about this? It doesn't matter how Bronny feels. <laughs> it does, though. <laughs> but look at, you it have does. To, you have it's very at, special, but who's to say he wants to be in that shadow? Right, but, you're right. Look, but also look at the other side of this. You know, if you rush him through 
a system that is is often meant to nurture a player and let them develop in the proper timeline, if you're trying to rush him through just so his dad can play with him, don't you think that's kind of robbing him of potentially setting up setting him up for a better career? Are you saying he's Lonzo Ball part two? Uh, I'm sorry, LeVar, LeVar I, Ball? <laughs> you yeah, think he's LeVar I did, Ball? I, said, I, I mentioned that the other day on, on Sunday night. I'm saying yeah. it, he might turn into LeVar Ball. Spawn makes a good point because he has to play one year of college, right? Who's to say that he doesn't need more time to develop, but they rush him through just because his dad is aging? That's not fair to Bronny. And then he plays, what, one season and then flops because he didn't have the right setup? I have the the answer. He'll be a peak too sooner. I'll tell you, on the flip side of that argument, Spot, let's think about how special it is, how special it is for a father and son to play together. This is a rarity, right? We talked about this on our Sunday Night Fox show, but totally different audience. So, hey, you guys right. didn't hear this. We were talking about how when Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. hit back-to-back home runs. Yes. That might have been one of the coolest moments of our childhood. And then the funny clip of Griffey Sr. getting a fly ball into left field. Griffey Jr. darts over from center field, cuts his dad off, and makes the play. These are moments that Hold don't on. happen that often. Yes, yeah, siblings. Up to that story is- yo, siblings play a lot together in sports because you know some people just have great DNA. But father son, father son, whole different yeah. level. And and the the conclusion to that story you just described when Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. snags the ball from his dad. His dad said he didn't find it funny at all. Everyone was laughing. Mm-hmm. The kid was laughing. Junior was laughing. He said he didn't find it funny. He got back to the dugout, and he said, you're you're grounded. He grounded his son in front of the rest of the team, and he said, give me the keys, and took the keys away. That's how the story goes. Now, again, our, our mindset immediately goes to how special and how, how, how insane it is to look back and think, wow, Ken Griffey Sr. played with his son. That's remarkable. Yeah. There's only a few examples. In the, the house, in, in the, in the, the how we we discover oh, we're yeah. not big hockey fans, but people called in the show yeah. and they're like, "Hey, don't forget." Well, the the, how, the house, the Griffies. Now in football, you have I, to go did, back. You have to go back like a hundred years. I, I texted my boy Elias at the sports bureau, <laughs> and apparently in 1921, <laughs> Ted Nesser played with his son Charles Nesser for the Columbus Panhandles against the Akron Pros. It's the first and only father-son playing combination in NFL history. So that's how far you have to go back in the NFL. That's how rare and amazing and remarkable this is. So you can't downplay how special it would be for LeBron and Bronny to play together. You'd have to go back to 1921 just to have an NFL example. And I did a little more research. I'm like, well, what about – because, you know, to to make this a possibility – you have to think about, well, there's got to be other sports where, where someone has a longer lifespan, like like uh, bowling. So I, I thought about bowling, and, and yeah, Pete and Dick Weber competed in professional bowling. I always said Tiger Woods could very well play with his kid one day in golf, right? But, that could but happen. the examples are so few and far mm-hmm. between. Like, you really got to, like I said, you got to stretch out and go back to 1921. So think and say what you want, hate all you want, but it's going to be a special moment when it does happen if it does happen. Oh, it'll it'll happen. Well, I'm telling I mean, you right I'm telling you right now if Joel, LeBron stays healthy. Joel made a great point, which was we're going to all hate if LeBron 
thinks he's bigger than the league, bigger than the draft, and he starts thinking that he could, uh, you know, direct the NBA like an orchestra. Like, all right, you don't draft my son, you don't, uh, but you're going to draft him, and I'm coming here. Well, here's the pressure. That's when people get mad. But I'm telling, I promise you, you're, you're forgetting two things: the pressure on Bronny. Well, first, LeBron James to stay healthy. There's pressure on LeBron James to stay healthy. Yeah. And then the immense pressure on Bronny to rush himself to the big time when he might not be ready. Doesn't matter. No. And he has to be ready mm-hmm. or else the criticism it's- is going to be through the roof. People look for any reason to pounce on LeBron James. If his son stinks, yeah. do you realize how, what a beautiful, sto- a beautiful story could then turn into an ugly story? And that's... Not what you want out of this. Bronny James. I agree. I agree. Bronny James. It does matter. Think of the kids. You could say it does. It, 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 it matters. I, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter even a little bit. The be- children. Because LeBron James and his son, any team, again. Hey, think about this. The only think caveat. About all, think about the, the heat that mm-hmm. LeBron is getting now with the team he assembled. Everyone is like throwing their hands up in the air. Hey, yeah, this is LeBron. Did Genie busted? Everyone's like, you did this. Hey, this hit, that's that's yeah. on you. Hey, LeBron, that's on. This is hey, this is what you wanted. Imagine if his son, if his son is stinking up the league. Whoa, man, Guess that's a what? different level. And LeBron, and no one's gonna take kindly of of anyone criticizing their kid. If anyone, my kid, right? I. I see her flaws. She's a great kid, but I see her flaws. If anyone else points him out, oh, bro, I I turn red. I'll punch you in the face, right? I can't wait until he trades his own son to Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Danny, imagine. But you think he's going to take kindly of of other people criticizing his son? So it does matter for his son to step up and, and be a great player. It matters. Your phone calls, your feedback. Your thoughts, Bronny LeBron. Does it matter at all if Bronny's good? What's going to go down? Let's uh, let's look into the future next. Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Welcome back to the show. Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio at Covino and Rich on social media. 877-99 on Fox. In for the great Dan Patrick. It's a yes. pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you guys for putting up with us. I'm Steve Covino. That is Rich Davis. I got you know LeBron James. No, I'm gonna look up LeBron too. James. LeBron James. LeBron James. In, in fact, LeBron everybody. LeBron, LeBron James. James. Oh, I love that kid. That kid's, by the way, want to feel old. That kid's uh, 27 now. LeBron James. <laughs> Maybe not that old, um, but everybody's talking about LeBron James. LeBron. Bronny. Let's go right to your phone calls, Kavino and Rich. Eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. Our thoughts. I think any team would be a fool to not take Bronny, even if he's not ready, because he comes with LeBron. This is two years away, three years away. LeBron will be 39. It's going to be 2024. People love seeing 
Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. Well, what you're saying is... People liked when the Mariners brought back Ken Griffey Jr. when he was sort of done. People loved when Ichiro was there for a second. Like People love the spectacle. It sells tickets. You, right. you loved watching Mayweather, Logan Paul, Cavino. I admit, I did. People love this. Tim Tebow playing baseball? You think he deserved a roster spot? Bronny James, ready or not... You're saying traveling circus. Ready or not... Here I come. You're saying you're getting a, 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 you can't a rookie hide. with a big name. And daddy comes along. And daddy, and daddy happens daddy, to be one of the greatest players of all time. Daddy comes along and it's going to be a, a farewell sort of retirement. I like your point, though, that how will LeBron respond? I mean, we're looking at two years in the future, but how will he respond when the media is like, yeah, your son stinks? Not kindly. <laughs> so, you know, not kindly. And, and I was thinking about yeah. it. You know, I was talking to Joel off the air. He's like, well, what team wouldn't want this? Most teams would. A team that's all set, like the Warriors, you know, or a team that's like, it feels like they got their stuff in place. But I mean, I'll like tell you a, what, as, as drama builds with the Lakers, right, and they're pointing the finger at LeBron, hey, it's his fault the team stinks. Yeah. You wanted Westbrook, you know, because this plan didn't work, the Lakers and maybe a few other teams would be less likely to accept this because not everything LeBron James does when it comes to being a GM doesn't work. If this... This run would have proven to be impressive and, and would have worked. Maybe he would have stayed with the Lakers. Um, look at it this way. They would have gave him that opportunity. There's two, there's two objectives for, for a team, right? Number one, you want to win. You want to win a championship. Winning cures all, right? But if you can't win, you want to sell tickets. You want to sell jerseys. You want to be relevant, right? If you're a team like... No offense, Joel. If you're the Pistons or you're the sure. Pacers or the Sacramento Kings or some team that's really not on the radar, you want primetime games? You want jerseys sold? You want all this? You take Bronny earlier than he deserves to be mm. drafted because that comes with dad. And all of a sudden you got LeBron jerseys, Bronny jerseys, ticket sales. All of a sudden they're talking about you on Fox and ESPN and TBS and TNT. Everywhere is talking about you. Let's go to Rossiti. In Michigan, your phone calls. Kavino and Rich for Dan Patrick. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, I am also known as Super Rossiday from Detroit. Yo, Michigan. Super Rossiday. So, what's up, man? What's up, man? Yeah, from Detroit. So, um, what up, though, to the Detroit over there? What's your name, homie? What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's Joel. Joe? Okay, cool. So, Rich and Kavino, I appreciate y'all. Here's the thing, fellas. LeBron shouldn't even have to go anywhere, but if he can go anywhere he want to, yeah, it'd be it'd be incredible. It'd be like the the Ringling Brothers Circus <laughs> with him and with him and Barney together. Yeah. It'd be the greatest show, the greatest show on earth. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong with both of those two on the team. And who cares what somebody's talking about his son? LeBron is not that type of person. LeBron is like a big kid. If if you notice, he he lets a lot of stuff just slide off. <laughs> LeBron will LeBron will make all type of adjustments to make this happen. Now, first of all, LeBron he does Bronny doesn't have to be good, but guess what? He is good. <laughs> I seen this kid listen, I seen this kid, man. That that kid got some type of little superpowers going on. And he ain't gonna do nothing but get better. Now, if he's like his father, he's gonna let everything just man, I brush that stuff off my shoulders. I don't care what you're talking about. Flat out. Yeah, you know, but, no, but is LeBron going to let him grow and be it. his own man? Super City, let me ask you this question. If LeBron, okay. let's just say, I'm, I'm putting out like the fantasy ending here. Let's say LeBron and Bronny team up 
and win a title together. Yeah, is mind. that better than Brady going to Tampa and winning in year one? Uh, it's I would say it's about the same. Yeah, right. I mean, that would be insane. They can make it happen. They can make it happen there in L.A. But guess what they got to do? They got to bring back Magic Johnson and get rid of that other guy. (laughs) Get rid of that other guy with the name that starts with an R. Bring back Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson working with LeBron James, I think it can happen. He doesn't have to leave L.A. Is that Rob Rob Blanco or Rob Lowe? Yeah, Rob Uh, Blanco. I don't know if he's he's talking about Rob Blanco, Rob Lowe, or Russell Westbrook. Uh, Genie Buss. Jeannie Buss needs to make she needs to make this right and bring back Magic Johnson so LeBron James and Bronny can stay over there. And then another thing, brothers, about Lavar uh, Lavar Ball. Yeah, he's correct about he's he's correct about the Ball brothers. You get all three of them three of them on a team, it'd be incredible. Look, it's three of them. The the, the good things rolls rolls in threes. You could say it's biblical. Three. And their last names are Ball. Bro, those are, those, those are, that's a sign. That's a sign. You got three Ball brothers on the same team, and, it, and it's in three. It's in three. Think about it. The, you know, I'm thinking about it. Thing. Thank you, Rossini. By the way, I, I changed my mind on LeVar Ball a little bit over the years because I think about how many like bad dads there are out there. This guy's a dad that believes in his kids. Yeah. So at the end of the you day. You changed your mind because he backed off a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he did. But I'm saying, like, think of all the non-present fathers and bad dads that are not there. This guy is the opposite. He, like, loves them too much and believes in them almost too. Like, yeah, it's like, a, you. it's a, if you can have a flaw, it's not a flaw I hate as much as I used to because I'm like, yo, this guy's a joke. And then I'm like, you know what? Or does he just really love his kids? I want to thank, he loves his kids. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, but you're also, you know, delusional sometimes when it comes to your kids. And that's, I'm not saying LeBron James is. I'm saying, but as of now, He's not that good. He, well, I mean, he's better than you and I, right? I mean, in perspective, he's you ranked, hit you 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 hit thirty percent uncontested threes at twenty four hour fitness. I'm saying, like you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying in the NBA grand yeah. scheme of things, right? It. So he does need to step his game up, or else it's going to be a bad look. Rich if, is saying it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't if matter. His kid is stinking like Abe Lincoln. He's going to be in the NBA. I agree. But it's gonna well, it's gonna cause you know a big what? stir and more backlash. Superstars get the red carpet rolled out. I'll give you one more example. Then we'll go to Nick in New York. Roger Clemens towards the end of his career, which should be a Hall of Fame career. Let's not be silly. Roger Clemens, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't have to go on road trips with the team. They're like, "Yo, Rocket, whenever you want to pitch, like, yo, we're good, right?" And they're like, "Oh, you're not scheduled to pitch on the road? Yo, chill with your family in Houston, the, the Astros." They rolled out the red carpet because it was Clemens. Every team in the NBA would likely do the same for LeBron. Nick in New York. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm a first-time listener. I hope you can uh, plug a podcast or something after so I can continue to listen. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Covino and Rich. Just uh, follow us. Covino and Rich. You got it. Uh, I'm going to stay with LeBron. This isn't organic for his son. He's put too much pressure on him. And now that entire draft for his son is about LeBron, which I know LeBron loves. Then you have to think about the team and the chemistry of the teammates that he has to play with. They're going to have a target on him. If you don't think that every team is going to come in and want to beat father and son, and what LeBron should have done is you're putting an entire season with your son. I would play for a different team and have that one night, maybe opening night, be father versus son. No pressure. Both of them win. If if, If Bronny wins, Big for him. If, if Bron wins, it's big for him. You know what this reminds me of? Thanks, Nick. You ever see like a cheesy romantic comedy or like some 
drama you're watching with your wife or girlfriend. I don't watch them and as often as you do. But I, I watch them all the time. There's always the scene where there's like the kid that's like, I don't want to take, I want to, I don't want to take over the family business. All right, Dad. What if like Bronny over the next year or so he's like, Yo, I've changed my mind. I don't want a ball, Dad. Like I know that's not gonna happen, but wouldn't that be a crazy twist? I mean, and LeBron's like, Go. you don't know that. You don't. It's possible. There's a lot of pressure here, but if it does happen, we already established how remarkable it would be. We had to go back to 1921, the Nesser family in the NFL. Uh, this would be the the greatest father and son duo since Rich and his dad in the 80s when they won that potato sack race, oh, yeah. right? That legendary so, yeah. story. Fifth grade sports night. Rich and Greg. Oh, yeah, Richie. Uh, we really brought it that year. Father, son. Did you win a trophy or something like that? I'll give you the 10-second story. Didn't you high-five your dad? It we was, did it, Dad. It was fifth grade sports night, and my dad's a pretty athletic, competitive guy. And when I think about it, when I was in fifth grade, he was a young man. He was like 30, probably. My dad was jumping rope. And he's wearing like 1980-something Puma. You know, like the like the warm-up pants? He's jumping rope, Danny G, right? <laughs> my dad's Puma pants start falling down, and my dad's wearing purple briefies. He's wearing purple. <laughs> no. I, and I'm mortified. I'm like, oh, Dad, you got purple on these on. All my friends are like. Oh, don't worry, Richie. The ladies love it. <laughs> All right, let's go. No, no, no. Hold on. It's a great story, but you know what you're pointing out? Yeah. That it's awkward. Yeah. With your dad. Yeah, my dad's, working... not LeBron, my dad's not LeBron James. Yeah, maybe that's even more <laughs> awkward. You know what I mean? Like, everybody thinks they're the cool dad. Yeah. Everybody does. But it's still their dad. Like, I, f- I could feel when my daughter's sort of embarrassed. We go to the mall. I'm thinking I'm cool. And my daughter doesn't want to be seen with me. I'm like, hey. Dad, leave, buy, me, dad then, leave me in Hot Topic and yeah. come back in an hour. Like, you know what? Then buy your own Chuck Taylors. How about that? <laughs> right? So, you don't think there's a part of Bronny... That feels awkward. I used to, by the way, my dad would, t- it's like going to work with your dad. My dad used to take me to work. I used to ride with a vending machine repairman. My dad had a vending route. Yeah. And and I would go there and, and my dad is very Italian looking and I'm very, you already said it, I look like Tattoo from Fantasy Island. Yeah. I'm very Mexican looking, but when I was a little kid, I had that little bull haircut. And they would always be like, oh, they would say to my dad, oh, you brought your little helper with you. <laughs> is that your little helper? But I don't think they ever thought I was his son. They thought like he was paying some little <laughs> kid to help him out. And my point is, I would see my dad in this different element, yeah. right? Like wheeling and dealing and you know, people complaining to him because the soda machines weren't working or whatever. He put, he put chocolate cow instead of Yoo-Hoo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Candyman. Where's my dipsy doodles? Right? And my dad like, hey, hey, hey. You know, I'd see my dad in this weird element, and I'm his little helper. It was The fun. machine said Coke, and RC Cola came out. Yeah, I'd see my dad's shady ways. You know, to your, to your point, yeah. though, just go to the videos when LeBron joins the layup line. And you don't even, where, the camera's on LeBron. Yeah. Where's Bronny in the... Do you even see him do a layup, a dunk, anything? Yeah. It's all LeBron. And by the way, speaking, the of, kids? speaking of you know, what footage, about the kids? all you do when you do, do see highlights, you could create a highlight of anybody looking awesome, yeah. right? You do see great Bronny highlights, but he's going to be in his dad's shadow. Yep. Going to work with your dad is awkward. So is it all sunshine and rainbows? I don't know. That's why you said the winning, winning is the cure. That's why so much pressure on Bronny to be good. And... It matters that he's good. Justin in Texas. What's up, man? You're on with Kavino and Rich. Yo, Justin. I appreciate you guys filling in for Dan Patrick. That's pretty cool. It's awesome, man. Thank um, you. So, 
I'm a new dad. I literally have it one month of You need a new phone with your newborn, but congrats, man. Being a dad, it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing, brother. So there's no amount of money that I would not spend to go see LeBron James and Bonnie and get a, a, a uh, no, we got, we got. Yeah, I honestly, think he's saying like, and, and give that experience with, like, share that experience with, with his, his kid. kid. Yeah, that is. Spe- that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's so, it's very special. That dude's got a newborn. He's changing Maconian diapers. You know what those are? Remember when you had Maconian. a kid? Maconian. Remember like the like the sludgy poop diapers? Have fun, buddy. Uh, Andre <laughs> in Mass. What's up, man? Hey. Come on, thanks. What's up, How you bud? doing? Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, listen, I think that LeBron, uh, Bronny coming into the spotlight is the biggest uh, factor in terms of whether this is going to be successful or not. We have to remember that LeBron James, and he's a junior, and that Sports Illustrated cover came out, the chosen one. He was ready for prime time, the first sophomore to win Mr. Ohio um, in, in, in the state of Ohio. So he was prime and ready for the, for the spotlight, had a good junior year, senior year. You know, that, that entire time, games on ESPN, and then he exploded onto the NBA scene. So with LeBron, Bronny Jr., I like what I've, I've seen so far. He seems to have a good way about him, good patience, so on and forth. But I don't know if he's ready for that full-on onslaught of every move, everything he's doing being uh, projected. Now, in his class, it's interesting because Dewan Wagner, who people right, might remember, his son is the number one overall junior in the country. So he's much more of a can't-miss prospect, whereas people are saying, listen, it's going to take time for LeBron to acclimate himself, never mind in the NBA. He would probably, if he wasn't LeBron's kid, go to college for a couple of years and then come on to the NBA scene. Yeah. So I think it's going to happen. Yes, it will, because anytime you have incredibly powerful parents, you get opportunities other people don't get. That's not even in question. So he's going to yeah. get an NBA opportunity. Dwayne Wade's kid getting a G League opportunity with the Utah G League that Dwayne Wade happens to own. That's just the way it goes. But in terms of will it work, it's going to take time for me. I'm rooting for the kid, but he's obviously not going to be anywhere near on the same trajectory. I think the best outcome would be he would be like an NBA journeyman, have a 10-year career, and like make it be able to yeah. hold on. And listen, when, when, you're, when, your dad, when your dad's LeBron James, you're never going to live up. It's sort of like Kavino and I have always talked about how it's like Seth Curry. If he didn't have a brother named Steph, you'd be like, yo, Seth Curry, really good NBA player, but yo, your he's brother. The pride, he's the pride of the family, yeah. of the town, of everything. Dude. Ozzy Canseco. I mean, you know, sometimes when you're you and make Ozzie, it to you sticks. make it to the big show, but your brother or dad is well, one of the this? greatest ever. Dude, even today, because it's sort of a slow news day, right? Yeah. Today, people are still debating: is LeBron the greatest NBA player of all time? Comparing him to Jordan, yeah. which has to suck after a while. It's the most tired right? conversation. It's the most tired conversation ever, but he's had to deal with that his whole career. Imagine have to deal deal with with being compared to your dad all the time. Yeah. And by the Bronny way, Bronny has to deliver. And, and I think he Bronny, has to make his own way, create his own path. He has to put up his own points and be his own man, and he has to play good. Correct me if I'm wrong. There was one time where Bronny slipped up. Didn't he post like a picture of him like smoking weed or something and LeBron took that picture down real quick? Like he had his he had his teenage Moment, right? All right. Well, um, how about this, Camino? If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of the first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. We got more Camino and Rich and your feedback in for Dan Patrick right here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Joel. He just said we're hot. <laughs> I know. Thank you. I no, appreciate it. No, the, no, the mic's on. The, uh, 
But you do look good today. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, the mics are hot. Yeah. How can you even see him with all that camouflage? My bad. <laughs> My bad. It's Cavino and Rich for Dan Patrick. What? That's wild, right? What? Joel, thank you. Danny G, Isaac, we appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us, and good morning. 877-99 on Fox. And again, you want to chime in, you're at work, you're on your way to work, you don't want to call, you can tweet us, at Covino and Rich. We got Spotty on standby, waiting just to say hi. hi. Yep. At Covino and Rich. So we're wrapping up this LeBron James, Bronny conversation, how special it would be. My, My point is... It matters how good Bronny is. It doesn't matter at Rich all. Rich is saying it doesn't it matter doesn't at all. It doesn't matter. Okay. Any team will take him because it comes with LeBron, the promotion, the press, the everything. I- I've made my point. Now, before we go to your phone calls, since we are filling in for the great Dan Patrick mm-hmm. and the Danettes, what's your favorite Dan Patrick movie cameo? Hubie Halloween when he was the principal? I love all of his Sandler tie-ins. That's yeah, I'm so envious of that for sure. Maybe just go with it. Him and Sandler are buds, huh? Yeah. Ridiculous Six. I wish I had cool friends like that. He played Abe Lincoln in Is the that... Ridiculous Six. <laughs> I wish I had cool friends like Adam Sandler instead. I teamed up with Rich. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Sometimes you choose poorly. He's in Grown Ups. He's in all these movies. I know. I know. Blended. Blended's a good movie, by the way. One of these days, Terry I'll, Crews? I'll make friends with, with somebody cool. Yeah, probably not. Well, hmm. let's get back to the phones. Hector. Back to the feedback. Hector in Wisconsin. What's up, man? Kevino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, taking my call here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, duh, his cameo in Grown Ups is my favorite, just to keep that topic going. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> he, was in, he was in House but, Bunny with Anna Faris as a that's cop. That's a great movie. <laughs> He was. That was a good one, too. Uh, my my opinion is on the Bronny thing. I guess I can see it from both sides, but ultimately the NBA is a business. And, I mean, that's kind of a dumb business decision not to make. If you get Bronny, then you get LeBron. Because, um, I mean, you can still keep him on the bench um, if he's not good enough to play. But I think the, the Lakers team that we're looking at this season kind of proves – what LeBron can do as a GM, and if that was, if he wanted to control my team because his son was on it, um, that wouldn't, I guess, necessarily be uh, something great that uh, someone might like for their team. But at the same time, the money that goes into it, it just seems like a stupid idea. Not hey, to hey Hector, I'm going to ask you a question. The media destroys you and pounces on you. Yeah, the traveling circus sells tickets, and people do want to see all the superstars on the Lakers now and LeBron and his son or whatever the future holds. But if they don't deliver, man, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Circus ain't and, and easy. Again, Circus ain't easy. Ever seen The Greatest Showman? The Greatest <laughs> no, Showman. No, no. Great movie. But, but, but Hector said it is a business, but it's a business of <laughs> winning, too. Well, so you can, have, a, you can have all these superstars, but it's a business of winning. Right, I'm going to ask you, Thank you, I'm gonna ask you a simple question that might be... Well, good, because I'm I'm, hope, I'm it's hoping, too early for any tough ones. I'm hoping it's not overboard for Fox Sports Radio, but I have an analogy that I think will work for every bozo. That's, that's on the fence with this. So uh, maybe a little dirty for Fox Sports Radio, but th- pay attention. If I told you, as far as like, you know, you take Bronny, that means you get LeBron. If I told you, you had to get with someone that was pretty busted, that you were completely unattracted to, but it meant they were bringing along their hot friend and you were going to have some group loving. 
Rich is just trying to justify his dirty past. Right? <laughs> yeah. If I told that, you that time if he I got told with you, that beautiful girl, but he, he also had to deal with. Stop it. The other one. Stop it. <laughs> the other girl, I'm Tiny say, Tim. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. If, if you had an opportunity, uh, you know, ladies, men, anyone, if, if you had the opportunity to fulfill, let's just say, a fantasy, and it involved like someone that you were totally attracted to, but in order to make that happen, they brought along their, let's say, not-so-attractive friend for the fun, too. You'd still do it. So anyone with that mentality, anyone's going to say, yeah, I don't care if Bronny stinks. I want LeBron. The same way you'd be like, you're beautiful. Yeah, bring your ugly friend. It's what it is. Novel- Nick. Novelty I've off, seen right. your beautiful, what, five kids? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Virginia, Nick, wrap this up, and then we got other stuff to get to. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How hey. y'all doing today? You know you do it, Nick. Hey, good to hear you. Hey, I like listening to uh, people who fill in for DP. Uh, it introduces me to a new audience and a new group of guys, and I think you guys are doing a great job today. Thank oh, you, thanks, man. That's, that's nice uh, to hear. But, yeah, about the LeBron James, you know, I think it's worth saying, too, that we've seen a lot of the NBA guys coming up now that are able to prolong their careers. We've seen Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony play late into their 30s, getting into 40. We know how well LeBron takes care of his body. I don't think it's that far off to say that he'll be healthy at 39. And, I mean, if even if Bronny needs an extra year in college, you know, LeBron at 40, we saw MJ come back at 40 and play, put up some big numbers. So I don't think it's out of the out of the question for LeBron to stay in shape and, and be able yeah, to but if, carry Yeah, but if on LeBron at 40 is better than his son, mm. that's not going to look uh, good. He, you know, let me, let, me, and I, let me wrap with this. Yep, and, by the way, yeah. Nick, thanks for the yep. call, brother. Thank I appreciate you, so you checking us out. Um, look at it this way. Remember at the end of Peyton Manning's career, the defense took him along for the ride? Peyton Manning carried teams his whole career. Then he won a Super Bowl when the defense carried him. Wouldn't it be wild that at the end of LeBron's career, a bunch of young dudes carried him? That would be a pretty cool storybook ending. All right, we have more Kavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick next right here on Fox Sports Radio.